Acts chapter 20. After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, took leave of them, and departed to go into Macedonia. When he had gone through those parts and had encouraged them with many words, he came into Greece. When he had spent three months there, a plot was made against him by the Jews as he was about to set sail for Syria. He determined to return through Macedonia. These accompanied him as far as Asia. Sopar of Baroa, Aristarchus, and Secundus of the Thessalonians, Gaius of Derby, Timothy, and Tychus, and Tropimus of Asia. But these had gone ahead and were waiting for us at Troas. We sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and came to them at Troas in five days, where we stayed seven days. On the first day of the week, when the disciples were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart on the next day, and continue his speech until midnight. There were many lights in the upper room where we were gathered together. A certain young man named Eutychus sat in the window, weighed down with deep sleep. As Paul spoke, still longer, being weighed down by his sleep, he fell down from the third floor and was taken up dead. Paul went down and fell upon him, and embracing him said, Don't be troubled, for his life is in him. When he had gone up, he had broken bread and eaten and had talked with them a long while, even until the break of day. He departed. They brought the boy in alive and were greatly comforted. But we, going ahead to the ship, set sail for Assos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for he had so arranged, intending himself to go by land. When he met us at Assos, we took him aboard and came to Mitrilene. Sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos and stayed at Trogilium, and the day after we came to Miletus, for Paul had determined to sail past Ephesus, that he might not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hastening, if it were possible for him, to be in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. From Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called to himself the elders of the assembly. When they had come to him, he said to them, You yourselves know from the first day that I set foot in Asia how I was with you all the time, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears, and with trials which happened to me by the plots of the Jews, how I didn't shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable, teaching you publicly and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to the Greeks repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus. Now behold, I go bound by the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions wait for me. But these things don't count, nor do I hold my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy in the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus, to fully testify to the good news of the grace of God. Now behold, I know that you, among whom I went about preaching God's kingdom, will see my face no more. Therefore, I testify to you today that I am clean from the blood of all men, for I didn't shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Take heed, therefore, to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the assembly of the Lord and God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that you are my departure, 
vicious wolves will enter among for i know that after my departure vicious wolves will enter among you not sparing the flock men will arise from among your own selves speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them therefore watch remembering that for a period of three years i didn't cease to admonish everyone day and night with tears now brothers i entrust you in, to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver, gold, or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands served my necessities, and those who were with me. In all things I give you an example, that so laboring you ought to help the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, that he himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had spoken these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all because of the words which he had spoken, that they should see his face no more. Then they accomplished him, accompanied him to the ship.